Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. <laughs> God damn, I can't say that. Welcome to the Goddamn Heathens Podcast. God damn. Let me try this one, try this one more That's time. That's a spinoff. This is just a mush mouth. Goddamn Heathens Podcast. Goddamn Heathens Podcast. I went out one spring morning to find myself a friend. Someone I could believe in until the very end. I found myself the devil. He was sitting in a bar. Bought me 15 rum and cokes and then he went too far Now the devil is my friend, the devil is my friend Wherever I go, the devil go, the devil is my friend Guitar! Sending from the Abyss, a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists, us, that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge our assumptions and yours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of religion and politics from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, duck go, go that shit. I noticed you changed the order of the assumptions. I did. <laughs> um, I did it actually right before the... I saw that. Right before we... 56 episodes. It's always open. been their assumptions first. Our assumptions later. Maybe that now maybe, our maybe. assumptions are on the front burner. Could be one of my res- could be one of my New Year's resolutions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Challenge my assumptions before poking holes at everyone else's. That's called a tease. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Nice. All right. So, episode fifty-seven. There nothing happened in fifty-seven. Well, you were nothing good. Nothing good than, happened. <laughs> nothing other than the Chevy. Nothing good in Iowa happened in nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah, in, in Vinton, Iowa. I came into the world. Vinton, Iowa. Vinton, Iowa. 1957. Long you should time get a ago. 57 Chevy. I've always you admired the 57 should. Chevy. I'm not a Chevy fan in in the least, but I'm, I, I'm I've always appreciated the 57. Car. That's like a classic. That, yeah. And that, I think it's because it was my birth year. They did that in my honor. Absolutely. Oh, no question. Yeah. Sure no, no question. Now, you were the one that thought of the, the Chevy. I did. I thought Heinz. It's a car thing. I thought Heinz 57. That was the first thing that came to mind when, I, when 57. Heinz 57, a.k.a. a Republican vegetable. What? What? <laughs> you don't remember back when... Uh, oh, yes. When Tomato ketchup, ketchup, was, ketchup a was a vegetable on your school tray. Oh, they passed that law that oh, ketchup was okay. considered a vegetable. Yep. Got so if you got hamburgers with a ketchup packet, yeah. you didn't have to give them corn. Oh, well, but it's basically, it's truly a fruit, though. But either way, it's healthy. No, it's it's huh? actually shit. <laughs> it's got tomatoes Ke- in it. Ketchup? Yeah, ketchup is ketchup actually... Ketchup is just it, tomatoes, vinegar, and salt, right? No, it's shit ton of sugar. Oh, oh shit ton of sugar. Yeah. Okay. Ketchup, yeah. ketchup. Corn syrup. Corn syrup. Uh, oh, sure. High yeah. fructose. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, ketchup, kind of nutritionally, nah. Sorry. Well, next thing you know, you're going to take mustard away from me now. Well, is that your assumption or is that the USDA's? No, that's not. I can I can back that up with facts. <laughs> okay, all right. And I just looked up Vinton, Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's halfway between Waterloo and Cedar Rapids. Oh well, everybody knows that. Well, I, I <laughs> now everybody now yeah. because I didn't before. Well, actually, and it's I, on the Cedar River. Yep. So I actually lived in Van Horn, Iowa, but that was way too. That was busy. the closest hospital. That was the closest hospital. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
the mountainous region of Iowa. Yeah, uh, the hills, the hills of Iowa, <laughs> the rolling hill. hills, <laughs> the hill of Iowa. A lot of farmland there, a lot of hogs. I found a cool math quirk about 57. 57 is a, a Leland number. A what? A Leland, Jim Leland number. number. Not okay. Jim Leland. It's a, he was the pirate's manager who used to smoke in the dugout. Uh, a Leland wow. number is when you take two numbers and you take one number to the other number's power and add it to the other number to the other number's power. So like, As you do. And with 57, 2 to the 5th power plus 5 to the 2nd power equals 57. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is some math stoner yeah. came up with <laughs> Much that. smarter than anybody in this right. room. And, and, and <laughs> came up with it. It said, I'm going to name it after myself. Hell yeah. I just discovered a new number. Not a math major. Communications. No. One of the reasons I went into communications. Didn't have to take math. But why would this be significant other than the it's just quirky. two to the fifth, fifth to the second. Whoa. Blowing my mind, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and you get 57, man. Yep. Uh, that means we should buy that Chevy. I, I like little... Math quirks like that, little little I things see that. like that. Yeah. You know, and you could say that's that most people learn something. Yeah, look, we're two or three minutes in, and you've already you've learned already something learned. you didn't know. You, you didn't know what a Leland number was. Not a chance. Don't even don't even kid yourself. And next a party, chance. Throw that out there. As the, yeah, you, you use you know. that. Yeah, use that in conversation. People will gather around. You're, you're doing the math in your head real quick. You, you know, that's a Leland number. Who is the nerd? <laughs> Who invited the, hell the out nerd? Of so I can't wait till fifty eight to see what that. I'm going to leave it under wraps. I'll, let you, I'll yeah. let you know in two weeks. Well, you get, you get time. This is this is a special podcast for starting off 2020. It's a hundred percent beer. Yes, it is a hundred percent. You didn't even notice. Wow, mm. and this I was like, he was the perfect pouring, storm. He was pouring a beer. Yep. I've got a little bit of a stomach bug, and I haven't eaten anything all day, so drinking a whole bottle of wine just didn't sound like a great idea. <laughs> so, so I decided to go with a single beer. What I had here was I had a choice. I could have gone with um, Yingling, Trump beer, mm. which is free, and that's why it's here. Uh, or I could have gotten a long day lager that I paid for, and I went that route. From so local. Drinking local. Yep, drinking local red yep. hair out of Marietta, Georgia, uh, long day lager. That's Very right. good. One Not of the bad beer. Jerry, what do you got over there? This is the Michigan beer part of the, yeah, the yeah. pod. I'm drinking a, a Greenstone double dry hopped Amarillo IPA, one of my favorite beers. And where's the Williamston, name? you know, Suburban Lansing's finest. So that's from the same brewery as these guys? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh, I didn't make that. Y'all yeah, brought yeah. beer well, this was from the same brewery. brewery. From the out- same yeah. out-of-state brewery. Correct. Well, it's not like there's a lot of different breweries out there that, you know, to choose from. Not so, many. You know, no, it, not you know, many. You throw a dart and probably going to hit the same one. But, but what's, what's, the, uh, what's the chance of the ABV only, on that? That's one of the reasons I like this beer because it's got a... Ton of flavor for five point five. Oh, nice! Yeah. Nice, nice so, placement. So the brewery is called Old Nation. Old Nation, and that's who makes this one. And this was a leftover from our Festivus party. I think Liz, 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 I can't say Larissa. Right. Larissa left this in our refrigerator. Oh, but uh, I don't feel Thank guilty you. drinking it. No, because we were going to drink it that night. That's and right, and we didn't it, happen. It's got a very nineteen eighty four Big Brother. Cop Fahrenheit 451. Poster-looking, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, label. Label. Yeah, yeah I pretty want... potentially disconcerting. Yeah, I'm not sure what the message What's is What's it called? There. This is called Electron Brown. Sounds like a superhero. I think we should call him up. Sounds like a job for Electron Brown. 
<laughs> but this is an espresso bean double brown ale, 8.1. And I don't think I've ever had a brown ale that's that high. Usually they're more low in the ABV. So this is almost, I thought it was almost like a stout, too, because of the, the coffee flavor in it. It was Taste-wise, taste-wise, yeah. It, it was quite good. So I like that brewery. Nice. Maybe we should all drink wine next time. <laughs> we could do this. <laughs> Straight edge episode. Oh, water. Je- the fr- the yeah. frown on Jeff's no. face. No. He's, he's not driving just, over here to drink water. I mean, like, <laughs> no, I can do like, that at home, like man. The, if the pod was a balloon, the yeah. air just went, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, gone. what? Gone. Yeah. yeah, I'm out of here. Well, maybe, maybe that should be, maybe mm. that should be a challenge for you then. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, maybe you could just go fuck yourself. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> The only way I would can if we get craft water. Okay, there <laughs> you go. All right, so you know, like Perrier. Or you know, you don't want Bartow County's finest. You don't want anything from Lake Alatoona. Straight from the lake, man. Not straight from the lake. <laughs> I want it. A little bit of filtration going on there first. You know, what, Flo- fluoride free or mm. fluoride in it? Fluoride free. You don't need fluoride in your water. Ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, do you, do you swish it around in your teeth or do you just swallow it? Ah. Uh, we, we I take I take the government's mind control medicine just straight from the tap the way, gonna, way it comes. We're going to analyze. <laughs> you're going to ask me to analyze how I drink water? I think I drink it pretty much like everyone else. Yeah, unless I'm brushing I'm my teeth and then there's a little there's, there's a little, there's a little swishing. Right, swishing. Right. But that's that's what I'm saying. If you want fluoride, you get the toothpaste where you're actually applying it to your teeth and it's kind of bubbling in there. I, I this is one of those times I wish we had video. Yeah. Because he did give us the he, whole, bubbling whole mind. Just in case we didn't know how yeah. to brush our teeth. Right. He was he was gonna show us. If if he wasn't talking, he was completely miming oh, yeah. the, the What's brushing. For the video? And you're then, supposed you know, to up and you're down. supposed to mime in circles, Jeff. Right. Circles. Actually I have one of those sonic hair, so I just hold it. So, and that's kind of boring. You know, you know, it's like when people do the phone thing like that. With yeah. Their, their, who, like the hang know? loose. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Whose phone looks like this with the pinky and the thumb? Now I really think we should go straight at it <laughs> just to see where, just to see where <laughs> you're going to go. Man, this, is, this has to be higher than 8%. It's got to be. <laughs> so, but that's not what we came to discuss. No. Right? You wanted uh, to discuss this. Christian yeah, Post. Yeah, I think this came out right... When we were posting yep. our last podcast. So this is when Christianity Today's editorial had the um, editorial. About? About removing that Trump should be removed from office. He I should be impeached and should be removed. And should this was removed. by the outgoing, yes, wasn't it the retiring. outgoing editor? He, in fact, he retired shortly after this article. Yeah. And by the way, I respect that. Yeah. Just if throw some shit on the wall no as you walk out. Just like yeah. go out. Throw a big shit bomb in front yeah. of your audience yeah. and say, I am gone. That's yeah. a mic drop there. Like, I, am Boom. Da- I, am, I, I didn't am, even bring an empty box to clean out my office. With that. <laughs> right. right. You Walk guys clean in, up this mess. Like, say, hey, everybody, got a, got a meeting. It's been a pleasure to work here. And then just take your arm like a kid and want yeah. the truck driver to do the horn. And just like rip a big fart. <laughs> that's basically that's basically that's what, what he, he did. Yeah. Like he just ah, took a big shit on his desk and walked out. <laughs> well, first of all, he called a meeting for like four forty-five on a Friday, and, and uh, then mandatory. And yeah, mandatory meeting. <laughs> and then took a shit on his Close desk and walked out. <laughs> and then locked it like, like, from the rip, outside. Like, hey. I am leaving, but I just want to let you know I had a burrito for lunch. <laughs> this is what I think about you guys. Boom. Exactly. And good luck cleaning up my mess. Yep. And they still are cleaning it up. Although I, I read somewhere also that their uh, subscriptions got a big bump after this article came out. 
Really? Now, I don't know what that's about. Maybe that that's may be curiosity, yeah. you know. Maybe some, some Christians that have been turned off by some of the, the right-wing rhetoric saw this as, yeah. hey, you know. Yeah. I mean, that could be seen as a, as a little sign of hope. Uh, especially some, some church girls that you would have gone to church with, more the progressive mainline Christians. Ding. They would have seen something like that, and that may have been the tipping point to get them to subscribe to, to uh, was it Christianity, was it? No, they would, it mainliners right? wouldn't. Yeah, this is Christianity today. And, and that's still... Well, they could certainly have done it out of solidarity, though. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. If, if, or, you're gonna, if you're going to, if you're, yeah, yeah. if you're going to put out articles like that, and yeah, yeah. then we'll subscribe, and if you continue to put out articles like that, we'll continue to subscribe, and that kind of a thing. And all poop and fart jokes aside, I think it did kind of start a conversation on the evangelical side, yes. yep. or at least the people that agreed with it were finally given a platform to say, damn right. One, it was like one person goose-stepped out of uh, with, with the rest of, of, of the, the troop, and everybody stopped. No, but and, I, I, and I, I agree. I, I, agree. Was, I mean, I totally, uh, first of all, obviously, totally respect it. It does take, if he did really do this on the way out, in a way, he kind of trashed probably what reputation he had with the people that he had worked with for a long time. Like, you know, there's there's always some there's people at work that will send an email or put a post in whatever the, the company bulletin board is or something yeah. and just take out every grudge. That they've and, ever had. Right. You suck and you suck. And I know everyone just reads it and just, like, soaks it in. Like, did you yeah. read this shit? Did you, you see what Bob said? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a rule... If you ever want to find another job or, yeah. you know, keep friends afterwards, obviously. Don't do that. Right. It's not recommended. But if he's retiring, he's not really worried about his next job. I don't know yeah, how old he is, you, you, I think he's retirement your, age. Well, but what's your reputation worth to you? Think, Maybe this is the article that he's been wanting to, to write and publish possibly. for three years now yeah. and finally saw his chance. And yep. You know what? Fuck it. There, I don't have to be around for the repercussions. Well, well also, <laughs> but also, this guy is going to be in the history books. Yes. In some form or fashion. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is like where this is at the least first some evangelicals said enough is enough. The ev- evangelicals. Hmm? This is the the first kink in the armor of of the evangelical following uh, Trump. Right. Lockstep. Where they finally found a line in the sand. And I think what it was, was Ukraine. I mean, that was like one of the first things they mentioned in this article. And But then it goes on with his immorality, which is what made me think also is that's what Bill Clinton was really brought up by the evangelicals for his immorality. Yeah. Which, yeah, is... But, well, but I'm, mm. I'm saying for personal sin. Sure. And the personal sin of being a Democrat. And the personal well, they, sin, well, it's, it's, yeah. personal it's the double sin standards. of having a, their words, a loudmouth, harpy, mouthy wife who said that she wasn't going mm-hmm. to stay home and bake true, cookies. True, true, So particularly when Newt Gingrich was leaving his cancer-ridden oh, yeah, wife yeah, yeah. and how many Republican speakers left on sex scandals during that time. Two or three. Yeah. It was a wide stance. So I was taking a wide that, stance. He, he was a senator. And by the way, it took a conservative senator from Wyoming to put wide stance, probably in Urban Dictionary. Was it, wi- was it Wyoming? Thought so. It was in Minnesota. It, oh, it was in Minnesota it where it happened. That's, in Minnesota. That's why I'm thinking he was from Minnesota. Airport. Okay, that's so, where I'm getting Minnesota. Side note on okay. that. Okay. This was pre-early internet era? Mm-hmm. Early internet era, so maybe oh, yeah, yeah. bulletin board, yeah. you know, territory. AOL. AOL, right. Yeah. A- Saw it on the MySpace. You know, uh, like GeoCities. The, like the, the dirty sex talk one. You don't go into 
a bathroom and do that unless you already know the code. That's the protocol. That's a sign. Well, yeah. Well, wait a second, yeah. though. You don't go into a stall to do a wide stance pee. You have the urinals for that. So do you take a wide stance to take a dump? I, I don't get the wide stance part in the stall. Oh, didn't think we'd go this deep on it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to now. It was it, it was number one. It was in a stall, though, wasn't it? It was yeah. in a stall yeah. because the whole point of it right. is privacy. So yes. you're not going to walk up to the urinal and do a wide stance. It's like, hey, dude, hey, dude. give us some room. Give mm-hmm. us a stall. You know? yeah. So the whole point is the wide stance so you can have some privacy well, in the stall. You can take a wide stance at a urinal because man code is you don't use the urinal on either side of the one that somebody's using unless that's the only one available. Well, at an airport, right. at an airport, airport there's going to be 50 yeah, of them. Right. You, you yeah. don't have a lot of right. options yeah. for yeah. your base. Yeah. We apologize. But I've already talked about <laughs> shitting on people's desks and laying big farts in rooms and, and white bathroom stance. and wide yeah. stances and you know we're not we're not we're getting off to kind of a scatological yeah. start. We we're, we're starting it twenty <laughs> years ago <laughs> and we're working our way forward. Scatological, real words. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, Doug, Doug Gullet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so they did. In the article, compared it to the Clintons, Bill Clinton, 20 years ago. Which is funny because Kenneth Copeland just came out and said that Trump's behavior is none of your business. Just pray for him. What he does is his business. It's none of your business. Just pray for the president. Period. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I probably didn't really need to. That, but I, now I, I do. Just, just came out today. So yeah. he was probably one of the 200 that signed the... Uh, I'm, I'm sure he was one of, of those that signed on yeah, to said. the Christian Post rebuttal. To Christianity Today's editorial. Yep. But, I mean, the other thing I picked up on, and then it was interesting, um, well, what kind of helped me pick up on it, it was William Barber was on MSNBC, I think it was. The godless heathen's favorite evangelical yeah. pastor. Yeah. Well, I, the William Barber podcast. <laughs> I would like to have him come and sit in. I'd love to have him come. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's no, uh, I too well known. I think we get him on the phone. I'll, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's on MSNBC. Actually, the second and, favorite pastor. Greta. Greta is, is our, our favorite, favorite pastor. pastor. That's yes. true, but she's not evangelical. No. He's, he's our favorite Barber evangelical. still claims that title, so we'll... Self-proclaimed evangelical. <laughs> oh, had to do that, too. <laughs> had, had, had to get that big in That's my thing. Getting the elbows up early. Yeah. And you know what? I said I said we were going to do an episode without beer, and he's kind of pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to show you. He'll quit the show before he does one without beer. <laughs> I'm sneaking <laughs> in. I'll, I'll sneak come up with in. a cough. I'll go behind the cart and just, the curtain just show up drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can bring in the car before I get in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, the pattern of this uh, editorial. This is the Christian. The Christianity Today. Christianity Today. Okay. Um, the sins that they're pointing out are personal sins. Yeah. You know, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, and all that kind of stuff. The, the raw dog and porn stars. Right. Uh, while your wife is giving birth yeah. uh, to your, your, I'm sorry, your third wife is giving birth to your fifth child. Right, yeah, so yeah. those are personal sins, which is those what evangelicals do. You know, nowhere in here did they point out locking up children in cages no. or, you know, taking away, uh, you know, food stamps okay. from the Navy. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, why, so why do they need to? They don't need to. and obviously It sounded they, like they did because you sounded a little bit salty about that. <laughs> well, they just, <laughs> yeah. a, just a little. Wait, you're the salty one. That's the role that you guys assigned me. <laughs> <laughs> because you play it well. Play uh, it's, what, it's what I do for, our, for my art. Yeah. <laughs> the sacrifice you That's made. That's right. 
So no, I mean I understand that, but I mean the point is that demonstrates the limitation of evangelicals calling him out. They're not calling him out on things that you know, or like on climate change. Wait a minute, though. Do you really want to split hairs on why they're calling him but out as opposed to just saying, yes, good for you, you're finally calling oh, him I'm, out? I am good with that. And I, it I sound do. like it. A little bit of, little well, bit of sea salt in there. I mean, <laughs> besides <laughs> the personal stuff, everything else is part of their agenda. It's... Those are not cons. Those are all pros. Right. The yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. His, his actions as far as build the wall and, and, and all this other stuff that's going on. Yeah, the anti-abortion. And yeah. All that, kind of, kind all, of all that right. is right in their wheelhouse. Right. They, they yeah. are fine with that. that is, those aren't sins. Those are all great things and that, they don't care that he's if he doing. Cares. Yeah. They, they don't care if he cares about any of those things as long as he doesn't. Yeah. As long as he gives it lip service and he pushes their agenda. It's more than lip service. He lets he lets the rightest to the right wing side run with it. He didn't give a shit right. about any of that no, stuff. That's, if, if that's what Mitch McConnell and all yeah. the and House I I, Republicans I, want to do, he he doesn't care. Well, not now, just that. Look at the people that's, that's in uh, let the cabinet me, positions. Let yeah, so that's my draft. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's go out and get the worst person for that particular job, and and that's the it, it's yeah, find the guy who wants to shut down this department and put him in fr- in, in charge of that right. department. Rick Perry, yeah, you know, in charge of the nukes. Or the guy what who, could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He didn't. He didn't even know he was in charge of the nukes. He thought it was like oil. Yeah, he thought he was like. Yeah, he thought yeah, he was going to yeah. be like a a uh, a lobbyist for the oil company or something. Right? Wow. You know. He was going to be working. You know. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. I literally think I read somewhere, and we always say, this is not the place to come for facts. Of all the judges that they pushed through, that McConnell's pushed through. That every one of them has been on some list from a right wing federalist society. Federalist society. Yeah, Absolutely. think tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That if if your name is not on that list, you got no shot no. of getting a lifetime appointment no. to a judgeship at, at this point in time. And, and, and again, it's another thing he doesn't care about. He didn't give a shit. Could care less. It doesn't matter. What the fuck does he care if people right. can get abortions or not? And I know. And he's and gonna pay. You know, when they when I go in front of them, they know where the bread is buttered. Yep. He doesn't give a shit about any of it. But he says he work. You know, he says he works all day, and he sits there and watches Fox and rage tweets. Yeah. In between golf. Oh yeah. yeah. Rounds. Plays golf. What one? They said one out of five days since he's been president has been spent at a golf course, or at least a golf resort. One of, his. one of his own. His, yeah, right. one of his own. Yeah. Yep. So yes. he's making money just by doing right. that. But that's, you know, this is standard level dotard bitching. Yeah. Right. Is, Good yeah. for the Christian. Which one is well, it? Christian and Christian Christian But, but yeah. again, so, ah, so I'm Contrarian. Gonna, yeah, so part of me kind of wonders if this is just a cover your ass kind of thing because they know it's not going to have any long term traction. They knew, you know, these 200 evangelical leaders were going to come out and take a dump on this editorial, which is what they did. Well, let me ask you, do you think, I don't think. the editor that put <laughs> that... Especially yeah, the podcast. No, 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 no. Not on Thursday nights, we don't. But um, do you think that the editor had enough forethought that he put this out knowing that what the response from the evangelical side was, and if nothing else, at least get him on the record? I would say hell yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I would... I'm sure, you know, and that's the in thing the superhero um, pantheon that I'm putting upon this editor. Mm. I'm, I'm going to put that as his his thinking, but I, I don't know if that if he had the foresight that 
to do that or if that was just... Well, I don't know how editorials are done, you know, if they sit in a conference room with other journalists or what, like when you're doing a story or whatever. It's certainly just not one person because he's representing this paper. When somebody writes an editorial for a newspaper, it's one person, unless it's one of those big ones when it says it's by the editorial board, it is known that everybody has signed on to it. Okay. Okay. And this is just from Mark Golly. So just but, that one but person. Is it not enough for him to say it out loud? Should he not be applauded for it? Should Because I'm not feeling a lot of applause. I'm feeling a lot of... I'm, I'm doing this kind of thing. I don't know if I want to. So, that, so what he's doing is, is it, what he's doing is, is he's not even a golf clap. No, oh, it's a Nancy Pelosi. No. Yeah, it's a Nancy clap. I'll say so. It's a snarky clap. Yeah, I'm. I'm this is to the me. The more I is, think about it, the more to some extent it's no different than the Republican senators who say I'm not going to run for re-election, and Trump is, you know, and then they start talking about Trump uh, on on their way out. Hey, thanks a fucking pant load. That's what this guy did. He, he dropped the bomb as he walked out the door. I'd feel better if he was new on the job or he'd been there for 10 years and he was, you know, 40 years old or whatever and was still going to be there for, for another 20. Okay. And he put this out. Okay. So we'll just say that he's 60 and this is going to be his... This is a swan song. This is going to be his F.U. swan song. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to finally tell you what I feel because you got nothing on me. The 25-year-old does this. Bye-bye. Yeah. But the 25, can, he can recover because he needs to go, I was 25. What cannot I recover. Yeah. You don't think so? No. Cannot recover in, because if you're writing for Christianity today and you are already in that orbit, you are closing every door going yeah. forward on that side of the ball. No, no. All you got to say is that you saw the light, that you, that you were in a dark place, that Satan had your heart and, and Jesus showed you the right way and repent and boom, you're right but back in. the problem in, is, man. the whole point of that article, it's not very Jesus-like. So I don't think you could do a 180 <laughs> and again, at 25 or 30, look, to cut yourself off from future employment, there's a reason why somebody, it shows you the grip that... Look, it's religion. It doesn't matter how far you, sw- it, it you straight from the path, you're always welcome back to the path. Damn. Well, the, you know what? The I, I'm preaching. preaching. I did not think 2020 would start off with salt and snark one side of me and <laughs> cynical bitterness. Well, not cynical bitterness, but you're thinking of it from a religious perspective. I'm thinking, I'm of, thinking it of it from, from a news yeah. business perspective. I'm, okay, okay. Right. I'm thinking it from the from a religion perspective. Right. Is that the further away from the path you go, that makes your redemption story that much better when you come back. Oh, he was he was a womanizing, crack smoking, you know, whatever, you know, the, right. the you know the gambler, whatever. Thief. There's always a path to bring you back. Those are the, the the great stories, you know, the preacher that oh I used to used to listen to rock music and I got tattoos. I'm crazy, you know, that kind of shit. That, okay. that, that's what so applies. if he does it, he's yeah. going to do it for somebody other than Christianity today. There's a mainline publication. I can't remember the name of it, so he could always. I think it's called, ding. Ding. it's called Ding. Ding. Yeah. It's called Ding. Yeah, it's called Ding. Subscribe to Ding, everybody. Okay, so so here's what I another thought that I had as I'm taking this this thing down is the other problem that evangelicals have right now is the younger generation. They're the ones that are getting turned off to this, you know, this kind of... That's the whole reason for the Falkirk Center, is to bring them back. Yeah, I don't know how successful that's going to be. We'll see. But I'm saying, so this could be, you know, is like not all evangelicals kind of thing. It's like, yeah, we're not all 
these people that follow him down whatever path. But the interesting stat is um, evangelicals, what it was like, 87%, 86%, I think, voted for Trump the first time around. 99% of evangelicals do Plan. not want him to be impeached. Oh, yeah. So who is he really talking to here, the 1% of evangelicals? No, he's talking to all of them, and he's basically... He's he, chastising. Yeah, absolutely. He's trying to... He, he's, he's grabbing them by the shoulders and trying to shake some sense into them. He is, he is slapping he, them like the Pope slaps somebody in line. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and not on the hand. He's slapping him in the face. Right. right. He is. Like, a couple just back and forth. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Yep. And for that... <laughs> His audience is like a hysterical woman in a 50s movie. You got to slap them. You know, they, they get them. Come to your senses. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know, the 50s. That's, well, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons we don't want to go That's back. why I clarify. <laughs> right. True. But that's exactly why he should be applauded for it. Because instead of. He's not and, preaching to the Because in some ways, they could say that that's the worst of progressive culture is the litmus testing. Well, you said the right thing, but you really didn't encompass all of the things that you could have said. Therefore, it's substandard, and you don't really mean it, and we're not going to care. Yeah. Like, the overall message is a rebuke to somebody that deserves it, for one, in front of this audience which does not take kindly to this kind of rebuke. Yeah. You know, you are supposed to salute, dear leader, and not question, dear leader. And this guy basically is saying you're a bunch of frauds, and you should. In the context of the actual impeachment. So on that note alone, even if you're leaving and throwing this farting in the middle of the meeting, yeah. the fact that you're doing that, your reputation is going to be worth something. Because he worked in this industry for a long time and to go on on this note it's the only thing he's going to be remembered for mm-hmm. by a lot of folks so it took balls and it I mean, put christianity today on the map oh, definitely. for a lot of people for for the, for outside the christianity today audience present company it? included yeah. <laughs> particularly present company christianity today was this, not this one this of my guy in your mailbox he's probably dead he probably knew about christianity i've today. heard of it i don't oh, know right. he's going to drop a few names he's like oh yeah. you know he's yeah. going to have names i read that book and yeah. he's normally supposed to so and so does the artwork and right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, so we've talked about the Christianity Today article that came out lambasting the president and the evangelicals' undying support for him. What was the response in what was it Christian? This is the, the Christian in Post. The Christian Post. Christian is just Post. where they picked up. Who, I mean, by the know, way, I think other articles saw other, business opportunity mm-hmm. and said, "We are going to dunk on these guys." And double down with our support for Dear Leader. I wonder how many Christianity Today subscribers canceled their subscription well, and it, went over it, to the. But post. is it like is it an actual is it an actual magazine, or is it just a website? I don't. Know. I think it's both. I, I think you know probably like a lot of magazines. The think print about is all going the old and, Christians. It's got to be a magazine. Well, Billy Graham was one that started this magazine, yeah. which was why it was interesting that Franklin Graham would come well, out. Was and, against it, but seriously though. Why would that surprise anybody? Well, it did. Come on. What, did Billy Graham start it? Or no. What? No, that, that Franklin Graham would crap on it. Oh, he has to. Expected him to. Because I mean, he's, I mean pri- his whole thing is Prior been, to this article, I think it was as early as October of last year, he was saying, I mean, they, well, they were already saying that if the president gets impeached, there will be a civil war. They, they've already, uh, Jeffress was the one that came out and Jeffress. was the first one to use the term civil war. But Franklin Graham, I want to say as early as October, said that even if the president is not reelected, 
that evangelicals should attempt to overthrow the government. So I hope they try. What, I really do hope they though, try. What are they, they going to do? I don't know, but I'd what love they, to watch what, it. What are they going to? No, I mean probably no. not. Oh, but when they a when, bunch a bunch of fat old white farts with their thirty out six hunting rifles going to take on the U.S. Army? Good luck. All jokes aside, it couldn't be a worse thing. It's easy to find a soundbite from somebody that says there's going to be a civil war if they try to remove them. There's going to be shooting. They're going to shoot. I don't know, but as long as government is on one side of the war and religion's on the other side of the war, I'm all for it. I'm not so sure. I mean, as cozy as these two have gotten recently, a little strife, you know, in, in the marriage would. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down. Issue number two in the Christian Post, the traditional alternative to Christianity today. They had an article that said the Fellowship of Christian Athletes distributed more than. Their headline says over, but we all know the proper grammar is more than. <laughs> Sing! Uh, 190,000. Grammar, <laughs> grammar slam. More than 190,000 Bibles in 2019. Fellowship of Christian Athletes distributed 190,000 plus Bibles. Correct. Thank you, sir. In the year, in the calendar year 2019. Yep. This is according to them. The only question I would have was, and I'm assuming that these Bibles went to members of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. No, uh, they're, they're talking about in middle schools and high schools. No, that's what I'm saying. Are, are but the, at FCA meetings. Are the FCA passing out Bibles at schools during school hours? Or is this after school if the FCA wants to meet before school, if they want to meet after school, if they want to pass out Bibles to their members, I don't care. Now, if the FCA sets up a, a table in the middle of, of the library, passing out Bibles to anybody Bible. who wants a free Bible during school hours, that I have an issue with. Does it explain so you think that you Because it does, it, as far as you know, does it say how they were distributed, when they were distributed? I'm sure they do, wouldn't get into it because their thing is all about numbers. This is what we did. Boom. Hey, good for us. You would need basically a counterpoint article to delve into anything that was not necessarily on the up and it's up. It's kind of a classic freedom, uh, freedom of religion, church and state separation. Well, they do that. They show up at the schools and they say, we're not forcing, we're not, every kid doesn't have to take a Bible, but any of them that want to are more than welcome to come and get one. Well, if there's 30 kids in your in your class... And 29 of them go and get a Bible, and little Johnny doesn't. Little well, Johnny's the, the one kid in the class who didn't get a Bible, and he's the one that's going to be looked at differently so from my, all the other but kids. My assumption is sure. they you do know. school, they sponsor school events, like they have fairs, after school, after school kind it's of all, stuff. Yeah, the, they are and they'd be a, free to hand them out at something like that because it's not yeah. sponsored by the school. But my thing is, to anybody that's getting a Bible, is like how many households do not have more than one Bible? You don't have a Bible? There's not a Bible in this house, except for the one that's yeah. on my phone. Yeah. My app. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, I have my like, app on my phone, but it's... I everybody take, I take that it wants with me a Bible as, as my armor. either has but, a Bible or has easy access to a Bible. So their point there to me is like, well, who the hell cares? They're trying like to, said, to say that these people are now converted to Christianity. If, if they're passing these out to no, they're not. members of the group 
before school and after school, I don't have an issue. But if they're passing them out to students who are not members in a recruiting effort of some sort, they're totally they're recruiting them out, effort. If they're oh, yeah. passing out the, during one of the ways school that, hours at my kids' school that they brought kids into FCA was because mm-hmm. they did chicken biscuits. Oh yeah, in yeah, the they suck yeah, them in. Absolutely, who doesn't like chicken biscuits? Well, yeah, I like biscuits. But you're in their like meeting. Chicken. Oh, yeah. you got to go to the meeting to get a biscuit. Oh, yeah. You got to listen. Yeah. 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 It's just like the homeless. You know, you, you got to listen to a sermon before we can get there you was, a sandwich. There you was, can't eat on an empty stomach. There was always a Sunday spaghetti supper at the Hare Krishna house yeah. in East Lansing when I was going to school. There. Really? If you were hard up for money or just said, you know, well, we'll just get some free spaghetti and listen to some you know, Hare Krishnas, yeah. you'd go there and they would feed you and you'd... You know, basically, it's it's a religious timeshare pitch. Did they yeah, bring a yeah. razor around? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to shave your head now. You know, like, well, you know what? Before we feed you, let us tell you about the great Krishna. Yeah. I don't even know how, what, oh. what they would. I was never quite that hard up. Now, because being Italian, I'm not eating any of your shitty spaghetti. <laughs> but if, Chef it, Boy RD. If, it was, if it was like... Come on over for Sunday burrito dinner. Yeah. I'd be like, oh. oh. I bet they can't fuck up a burrito. Yeah, like that, that might actually, <laughs> that might. Might actually attract me. It wasn't like I was against free religious meals. It's you were just, just against cultural appropriation. I, you know, like it's not going to be any good. So, no. I don't know. I don't dig it. I don't, I mean, I don't it, dig it at all. There's a Christian group that organizes around high schools, and they gave out almost 200,000 Bibles last year. That's not a win for us. <laughs> you know, definitely. No. If they could have handed them out, the kids could have just thrown them in the trash as they walk out the door after they got and their free burrito. do you believe the numbers? Or do you believe they might have inflated them a little? Um, I, I would think that you could probably take that number in half. And you, you're probably... Even if it was 100,000, that's a lot of Bibles, man. man. But again, uh, I don't. He, I don't you, hit the, he's. I don't, I'm not getting where he's coming from mm, tonight. Yeah. How, wait, wait, what are you feeling on this? Yeah. Do, you, do you care that that they're doing this, or does it does it bother you that they're doing this? Clearly no. Not. No. Again, I mean, you know, to to use that as a reference point for but a win or a lose, I don't get it. It's giving Bibles to Christians. You um, know? Yeah, anybody that goes to these things knows that they're a it's Christian like, organization. Yeah. So you're going to be already a Christian, but maybe not the right kind of Christian. Yeah. And you say, yeah, I'll take your Bible. You know, make you happy. I can get a whatever they're handing out. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a quid pro quo. Same thing. If there was a Muslim group at the local high school that met before class and everybody that joined the group got a new Quran, I don't give a damn. Well, I'm just saying that, you know, Bible, well, and Qurans too I mean, are, are you, easily if, accessible. If you're, well, if you're part of a religious organization and you're going to meet and, and talk about your religion, it might do you some good to have, you know, the actual handbook there. Oh, because kids are going to have these things. They're going to have them on the phone. Yeah, it's like, true. yeah, just download the app. There mm-hmm. you go. But see, you can't you can't look up alternate translations uh, in a book like you can on an that's app. That's right. That's right. And yeah. then start asking them questions. Well, how come the new American Standard Version says this? And that's a, that's when you said the King James really meant this. That's why I okay, use the... you leave. <laughs> exactly. That's why I yeah. use the Bible, the yeah. Bible Gateway because you can look up all kinds of you're different no, translations. You're no longer uh, welcome in this club. Why? No, I'm just saying that the, the kid that starts asking oh, those yeah. questions at the FCA meeting. We don't like your opinions yeah. right. today. So he might questioning. Run, he might run extra laps. <laughs> no, we're at, well, this is athletes. This is the athletes one, right? Because there's Correct. a there's a uh, there's a fellowship Which of I Christian students, and there's a fellowship of Christian athletes. There's two. You don't get it. 
No, I mean, so do these kids that join this, do they all have to, like, go out for some team at the same time? Or no. No, they're no, already the, on a team. Oh, Team Jesus. No. They're yeah. already they already play baseball so, or softball this or field hockey. Out for this, Jesus. Is a, or this is a gymnastics great example of how you don't watch sports. Other than the occasional soccer game, which doesn't have the same type of interviews, it's bowl season and the big bowl games, probably 75-80% of anybody they interview. Oh, praise Jesus. Praise God, praise oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah. Praise right yeah. off the bat. You had the, so guy, the, so you had the, the quarterback from Clemson uh, quoting from Ephesians after the game in his interview. Come on. Which testament is that? That's got to be old. New no, testament. that's new. new that's new? new. That's, uh, oh. that's well, a, I got that wrong. Oh, it's an atheist podcast. I'm yeah. not supposed to know. <laughs> no, yeah, you're no, supposed he, to know uh, it better than the Christians. That's full, Don's territory. Yeah, full disclosure, Taylor, was it Taylor, Tyler? I can't remember the kid's first name. Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson. Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. He's from Cartersville, which is the county seat of the county we're currently sitting in. True. Park right up the road. Right up the road. Not 10 minutes up the road is the high school that he went to. Me and, me and Kim just actually we had this conversation not too long ago. We were talking prior to the, the two play-in games. Well, who do you like in the first game? Who do you like in the second game? She goes, well, I'm, I'm for Clemson. I was like, well, I'm against Ohio State. I'm not for anybody in that second game. I hate both those teams. She wanted Clemson to win. Why? And that's why I was asking. I said, why? I said, the team you like is in the same league as this team. They're a She's sworn enemy. You just like me. If your wife was like, "Hey, I'm pulling for Minnesota in this game," you're like, "Whoa, timeout! What the fuck?" You know, "Hey, that's another Big Ten team. That's an enemy." So it's the same. So that was my kind of reaction. Was, "Well, why? Why would you cheer for them?" And she goes, "I like the coach." I was like, "You know, he's a big Jesus freak, right?" And she's like, "Oh no, seriously?" I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, Dabo Sweeney." Oh, I started showing her a couple videos of press conferences where he's talking about his faith, and and then after after that game, when when Lawrence started you know quoting from Ephesians nineteen or whatever it was, both of us just rolling our eyes, sitting on the couch watching it. Yeah, so she kind of I don't think she's all that big. Well, it was it, 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 it was anymore. God that called back the fumble for a touchdown. That was a fumble that basically changed. <laughs> So we're not going to debate. There was a, we're podcast, not but, because there is yeah. no there is no debate. He, he, he took three freaking steps. He didn't make a football move. It does, anyway. Now there is no football <laughs> move when you take three steps. You got three steps with the ball in your hand. That's a football move because three steps in any direction you are trying to evade a tackle. Therefore. It's a football move. Mm, it now, looked that way when you slow it so, down. Uh, when you slow it down frame now, by frame, now, it now, look now, that Actually, way. on but, the field, you know, no, when so you look at it at real so time. We're going oh, to get into this. And <laughs> I'll leave right now. Yeah, yeah you no, should. No, come yeah, back later. Go, 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 go take a piss. Um, <laughs> I, I cannot believe that I'm put in the position of defending Ohio State. Because they, they I don't. Have fo- just don't. Found just don't. Just enjoy their loss. The level of animus. No. Because I, as an atheist, am concerned about goodness in the world and facts. No, well, I... I, My turn. Facts and goodness, (laughs) and they got screwed on the field. Not an OSU fan. Didn't even cheer. It wasn't even like, they're a Big Ten team, so I'm going to cheer for them against the... the, Oh, you were tweeting about uh, Big Ten speed in in the middle of the game. Ah! So. <laughs> ah, you did see that. I did see that. Yes. Yeah, so, you didn't like it, but you read it. I did read it. It's an interaction. Yeah, like, and by the way, he, oh, he was past gone. him. That shit was gone. So, yeah. 
Anyway. Moving on from our football podcast. Man. Wow, that was quite a rabbit hole there. <laughs> no, there's, there's, FCA. More, there's, there's, there's plenty more oh, down that line. So, so yeah. basically what you're saying is FCA is big in sports because of all sports are into Jesus. Well, football especially. Did, did either one of your sons play any organized sports going through high school? Not for the school. Okay, not for the they school. They played for club teams. Did either of your daughters play any organized sports or anything like that going through high school? Is not, not from high school. Oh. I mean, they played uh, What an unathletic soccer. podcast yeah. we have. What a bunch of losers <laughs> y'all raised. What <laughs> <laughs> <A bunch> of <laughs> dorks. <laughs> Fucking nerd fest right. in here. Nerd. Um, now, I remember, did you play organized sports in high school? I know you played, like, the... Catholic no, I, went, I went to a, I went to a jock school. Okay, like they were everybody. They they took it way more seriously. Oh, okay. So no, I'm not even asking him. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I mean, I played. I played football. I was in band. I played yeah. for the game. Yeah, there you totally go. should have lied and said. Yeah, it's like well, yeah. I played basketball for Besides, three years. Yeah, letter. <laughs> yeah, on the Vinton High. Fighting Vikings. Still yeah, have, that was a start forward, still, right. man. Yeah. Still all-time leading scorer of uh, Benton right. High School. No, but, actually Van Horn, because that was small. Uh, okay. Anybody uh, could right. get on there. But no, I, rem- I remember, now this was in the 80s. I don't know. What, I thought that's, and that's what I was going to ask, is it, it, how it has changed. I remember before football games, everybody in a big group saying a prayer before we went out to play a game. Yeah. And that, that was just common. It just, and I, at the time, I didn't think anything of it. Because that's the way it always was. You know, it had it, been that way since I started playing football. And it, it didn't matter if it was growing up rec football and then into junior high and high school or whatever. But, yeah, it was, it was just part of the game. And then afterwards, I, when I, you know, look back at it, I was like, that was, because that was coach-led. One of the players stands up, like, bring it in, and he goes, hey, you know, right. and starts to say a prayer. That's fine. The, the, law, is, the law is clear on that, is you just can't have... Teachers or coaches or any administrative staff right, but leading a, so and in, participating in a I program. am not a UGA, for you non-Georgia podcast listeners, University of Georgia. Yeah. not a big UGA fan, football fan. I don't think you could say there's a big but, UGA fan in the room right now. Okay. Yeah. Georgia Tech. Uh, well, you're definitely not a UGA fan. Definitely not. Yeah. But yeah. there was a, just like a post-game story. They talked about what the team chaplain said before the game. Yeah. Team chaplain. Yes. Team yes. chaplain. Yes. And that's so, a thing. Yeah, I knew that was in professional. I didn't no, no, that's a thing in, in a lot of southern schools. I, uh, wow. I would say probably wow. more than just southern schools. Wow. You did, ah, you didn't know didn't that. Didn't know that. And this is the part that's really tricky about that is the University of Georgia is a state school. Last time I looked. That pastor, that chaplain, whatever you want to call him, He's a state employee if he's hired by the school. Really? Probably a vo- probably volunteer. Probably yeah, funded yeah. by boosters. boosters. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, all done. Good. It's all done under the table. Bump it's board, all baby. bullshit. But yeah, because in most cases, uh, again, a, a, another clickbait article I clicked on. Thirty-seven. You're just ma- falling for hey, this, this. Thirty-seven time. maps that help define America, <laughs> and uh, one of the maps was each state listed who the highest paid. State employee oh, in got, each state it's was be football coaches across the board. Football, or maybe basketball well, coaches, football coaches, mega church pastors, basketball coaches, yeah. and if you got into the New England area, I think Montana, maybe a couple other states, law school dean, 
medical school dean, okay. college uh, deans. Some but, of those but, were, right. but for the most uh, which, part, by the way, probably forty I, I out get, of fifty states. I get was football coach or basketball coach. None of them are coach. making Nick Saban money. No, no, no. None of them are making Mark D'Antonio money. No, but they have a state institution, the University of Georgia in this case, that has a pastor. I'm assuming on the payroll, like unless you said like it's a volunteer position and it's all done under the table. And it's not uh, under the table; it's just off the books, not official but not official. Hundred dollar handshake, particularly in a football team where there's a hundred people, you're going to be hard pressed to be a starter. And you know when yeah. when the team captain says, "Hey, bring it in," and you're like, eh, "I'm a hang." Yeah, y'all, Good, I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. As soon as your superstitious uh, circle here is done. We're back on board. And and, and we'll go out. Let's go, dogs. Hey, there's there's no better way to become a pariah on a team. Worse. There's no better way of not playing. I don't know. I was was going to say, especially if if the coach is is an open about their faith. And a lot of them are. As as a lot of them are. A lot of them are. But I guarantee you, if they recruit an atheist who has Mike Vick-type abilities, they're going to see past that shit. Oh, 4-3-4? This is an opportunity to preach to this young man. Yeah, and, and I, I can witness right. to, yeah, and all that other bullshit. They're going to they're gonna play it that way. You know? So the UGA Athletic Association, a yeah. private non-profit corporation, mm-hmm. runs the football program. So therefore, it's he is not, not an employee of the state. Right. But the, the, local but the chapter, head football coach is a employee of the state. of the FCA yeah. provides optional chaplain services for student optional. athletes that wish to participate. Neither the university nor the athletic association finances these activities, and they are completely voluntary for the student athletes. So I would like to officially offer myself as a humanist chaplain to the University of Georgia football team. I'll be more than happy to come in and talk to them about the trials and tribulations that they're going through without imparting any sort of superstitious thought into it. At Georgia Tech, Chaplain Derek Moore is Uh-oh. treated like a member of the coaching staff. Oh, I'm sure. Leading pregame prayers that blend football with religion, the foundation said. His prayer before a 2011 game against Clemson began, as we get ready to go into attack mode, God, be with these boys. As we and at the conclusion of the prayer, up. Moore wields his signature sledgehammer, just like Jesus did in Ephesians. Jesus chapter had a, four, he had a verse seventy-two. What is that? I just made that. Okay, I was going to say. I got had you. Have you run the peach tree before? Yeah, several times. Okay, so. and you know, like before every race, they have some pastor there that does a prayer before the race. For real? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. You're you must you're much closer to the front than I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I mean that was nothing I you know I, I experienced until we moved down here. Is like so they do this for even running races? Seriously? Yeah, we won't get into why we have to sing the national anthem before. No, that's yeah, that's a whole nother. You're living thing, in the yeah. south. Anytime you get you know more than half a dozen people together, somebody's going to suggest that well, we have a prayer. Opportunity to save you know, somebody's soul. Yeah, so. if, if nothing else, at least. Virtue signal about it, you know, how well, wonderful a person you are. Yeah, and it's to pray for the safety of the runners and stuff, even though you usually have somebody that uh, dies dies or gets hurt or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like, but well. When they, but when they do, they die appropriately or they have their issue on cardiac heart, hill. Heart attack hill. Yeah. Right, right, right in front of the hospital. Because so, God put yeah. that hill yeah. right there where the hospital was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Praise be to God. Oh, the salt. Here it comes. <laughs> I the wonder salt. if anybody's been running. By the way, running. Salty Jeff. Salty Jeff. I like Salty Jeff. This is my New Year's resolution. To be salty. To be salt. The salt of the earth. So that. So is that... Uh, Matthew something. Matthew. <laughs> Hold on. Matthew 5.13. Oh. Wow. You know, he knows that because... He was going to get off trolley with the salty <laughs> yeah. shirt. Yeah. So is that your New Year's res- resolution no. or just to us? Or New Year's resolutions are just like I've super, always, superstitious I've man. I've been grumpy Jeff. You know, I just sometimes hide it well. Did you have a New Year's resolution this yeah. year? To be less grumpy. To be less grumpy no. and more salty. <laughs> and more salty. The there salt of the earth. We're really? That's not any. I don't. I no. don't do resolutions anymore. Why not? Really. Because I could well, never you think keep you're perfect. Hmm. It was Let a resolution. Tell you, Mister. It was a resolution of his last year, and he's sticking to it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> two more <laughs> resolutions. Now, uh, do you do New Year's resolutions, or do you just do Lent? Because I know you do Lent every year. I do. They're not resolutions. It's reassessment. Okay. <laughs> reassessment. Bless you, my child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more of a more of a more of a reassessment. What can I do differently or better? And the older I get, the more seriously I take it. Because I know, in my head, the end is nigh. Not because I'm worried about what's on the other side. Because what's on the other side is a lot of nothing. Mm. There is no other side. This is it. You want to enjoy this life. But you want as much of this as you can get. Yeah, you got fewer years to... To appreciate it all. Yep. And you realize you're on the other side. Oh, big time yeah. on the downside. Yeah. Living to 100? Eh, I don't think so. Well, it does not. If you uh, say you're middle uh, age, you're like, yeah, uh, if I make it 104. Right, right. <laughs> that's uh, that, that does not appeal. No. 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 You know, I'm, not looking to, I'm, not, I'm not looking to check out early. Right. No, but, right. You know. no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, my so, goal yeah. is 75. If I do that, I probably had a good life. It's just... Just 75 and done. Slightly outlive your retirement. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But no, you you were saying, so you kind of, is it reflection or what would you call it? Reassessment. Reassessment. Uh, but I mean, so, so that kind too. of mm-hmm. implies that you're looking back at the last year. Or in this case, a lot of people, and I didn't think about this until um, Ryan Bell posted a thing about looking at the last decade because we're entering. But well, actually, we're, we're not actually, entering. We're not. We're yeah. not until a year from now. Okay, you've opened that can of worms. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's we're big. not in the twenties yet. There was well, it all boils down to the fact that there was no year zero. Right. That's not but very mathematical. It's the way it is, though. The last year of the decade ends in a zero. So this is the ninth year of this decade. Next year, the year actually the year we're in now is now the last year of the team. Right, it's a zero. Yeah. yeah. The new decade starts. On January first, two thousand. Right, but that gives us excuse no, to celebrate again. But doesn't matter. It's just all math anyway. Yeah. So who cares? So anyway, so if you kind of reflect back on you know what all happened in your lifetime during the last ten years, is like so. Did you accomplish everything that you wanted to? You know, pluses, minuses. So I, I kind of like to do a look back and. In, in probably in some fashion is like so. What do I do going forward? Uh, ten looking back ten years though to, to that's me, a chunk. That'd be a drag. A lot of people well, yeah, were posting that. that I've seen on social drag. media they're posting basically what they've done over the last. And I'm thinking, I, I thought, that was I just know. like maybe you think what I didn't yeah. like. Did I just piss away a decade? What maybe what, maybe <laughs> I'll do one of those. Let's start at 2009. What was I doing in 2009? 
Fuck if I know. Same <laughs> shit I'm doing now, basically. Right. Uh, you know. Which kind of makes you think, maybe I ought to get some maybe shit I, done yeah, here. Maybe yeah. I should get my bucket list going. It's like, you know, because one of the things we talk about yeah. doing is yeah, going what, to... Uh, and what's the difference between, you know what, if I, what if instead of calling it a New Year's res- resolution, I called it my annual bucket list? There you go. Because that's just like a rebranding. Messaging. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Got it in. Yes. Shit I want to do by this time next year. So it's a bucket so it's a, it's a, Annual bucket yeah, list. Yes, so, but the thing it, it's just a bucket list, list to me kind of puts a little bit more importance on it because you are admitting that you have a limited amount of time left. To get resolution is like, yeah, I can always do it next. Oh, I can always do it next that, year. Is that that Mar- is that from that Martin? What's it, Hagland? The yeah, the this life. This life. Yeah, yeah, where it's uh, it's all about time. You started reading the book. I haven't yet because I got a. I'm a couple. I, I'm, that's actually one of my resolutions yes. is, is, to is to finish more books, read more books, and watch less TV. Now, just that said, I'm never going to approach Jeff. Level. We have to have manageable. Mm-hmm. What, what do we call? What do we call them in corporate America? Manageable like, goals. Yeah, a smart goal. There you go. Yeah. You know, like that's not a, achievable. That's goals. not a smart goal. The yeah. A is achievable. Yeah. I am never going to be at that Jeff level. I'm just the opposite. Set goals that are unachievable. You know and you're not going to reach short of them all. Well, yeah, that's fine, though. For example. <laughs> you're like Wally and Dilbert. No, 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 let me give you an example. Right? <laughs> let's, let's say I set a goal to run 100 miles. All right? And you set a goal to run a mile. And you go out and you run a mile. You accomplished your goal. Yay. That's great. I went out and I ran 10 miles. I didn't accomplish my goals, but I'm nine miles past your ass. That's pretty deep. Life man. lesson, man. Yeah. yeah. So do you have a resolution? No, I don't do those. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Christmas. So you, Christmas. You, could, you could also say that maybe, you know, maybe there's not a lot of reflection of Don. You know, how does Don enter? We should do resolutions Ooh. for Don. Ooh. How does, you know, Don reflect on how he interacts with the world? Mm. Hmm. That's actually one of my resolutions. Is to reflect on Don? No. Oh, no, God, no. <laughs> then you know what? Is to interact Don, with the world on a better day-to-day basis? Or? Yes. Okay. Are you yes. kind of talking about social media or real-life interactions? All yeah, the combination. Above. Yeah. All the above. Yeah. I, I try not to... Flip uh, off less people in I, I traffic? I try not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's actually a, you know, maybe not the flip off part, but the... You know, the impatient part or the, I don't know if I do this. I've been told that I do. Not sure that it's really true. Mm-hmm. When I'm a passenger in a car and somebody who's driving is like stuck behind somebody yeah. and they're bitching about it. Yeah. And, and apparently I would say something like, that's what horns are for. Yeah. <laughs> Lay it down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like would you reach gonna, over? If you're going to get, if you're going to, I no. Oh, okay. No, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a, that's a line. Okay. You know, because because don't touch the steering wheel when I'm driving. No, yeah, no, 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 no. 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 Not, I'm, not I'm, anybody. I'm bad about that in the driver, in the passenger seat though. Like, get in that lane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> Pass this guy. I'm sure we, we can we can we can bring the victim in to find out. Oh, what she, she can tell really you things oh, about that. She can absolutely. Do I that. see. Yeah. Uh, where we can make a million dollars. Passenger side horns. There you go. Huh. No, no control there. over the vehicle, but yeah, at right. least but give a horn is like. Ah, wasn't me. Yeah, but you know what? To be fair, if that was the case, there'd have to be a method to let the recipient of mm. the horn know that it was the passenger 
and not the driver. Because if the passenger's laying on the horn and the driver is like, uh, I didn't yeah. do that yeah. shit. Yeah. You know. So there'd so be like should, a, a should, light that would go off right. on the passenger yeah. side when you're. Yeah. Right. They got to know who to be pissed at. Okay. And you, Drivers got to be able to turn that horn off at will, too. You might have to be called to step in and and defend the honor of that horn blower over there who just who just blew it the wrong person. And (laughs) right, these days with a gun. Yeah. Oh, looks like I'm going to have to take an ass whipping for this one. (laughs) But that is that is one of my resolutions. Other than read more books, read more books and be nicer to others. And it's mainly with driving, or is there other no like, like overall overall. Because I thought about I thought about this was down in uh, Panama City Beach a couple days ago and was walking the dog. Um, since I'm not on Facebook, I didn't give you a picture I was, of where uh, I was walking the dog. But within, I've been wondering if that dog's been getting walked or not. <laughs> ten, maybe fifteen minutes, probably more like ten minutes from the Airbnb where we're staying. There were three Trump 2020 flags, ball, and I actually had an interaction with one of the people that had a Trump flag. He was an old Vietnam veteran because his big old dog was running loose. Of course, my dog, just as you know, itching for a fight. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can take this dog, Dad. Right. Come I'm, on. I'm, I'm, I'm fuck you up, big dog. <laughs> I'll kill that dog by right. getting stuck in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog, the, the dog wasn't on a leash, and it was totally chill. He was trying to bring her in. He could have played Santa. Okay. Silver mm. hair, big beard, had a Vietnam, I'm a Vietnam vet T-shirt and had a Vietnam vet flag. Vietnam vets fall into two categories. The Uh-oh. ones that never talk to no, no, no. you. You find Vietnam vets in two categories. The ones that did what they did and left it all behind and went away from never thought about it again and, and just kind of went on with their They thought about it. They just and, didn't talk yeah. about it. And then the ones that wear the hats and wear the shirts and got stickers on it's the back more of their the identity. Yeah, it's, it, their whole identity is based upon... A year they spent in a jungle in in Well, this guy, you know, it was definitely 60s. his identity. And he was yeah. very apologetic because his dog kept, like, kept following us. And no big deal. And he, at the end, he was like, you have a blessed day. And oh. I was like, fast. It's like, thank you, you too. And oh, I, no. And, yeah. I, oh, yeah. You told me you too? Well, I, look. Uh, yeah. I, so, you know what? <laughs> you have a blessed day. What is up with that other flag? No. Right, like, exactly. You know, that's a turd and a punch, punch and, bowl. And may Allah's blessings be upon you, yes. sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> As-salamu alaykum, my brother. So what happened? What, you, what happened with the interaction? You, uh, that was it. That was, it was, oh, that it was, was it. super. You know what? He, you know, pleasant. Okay. You know, I didn't have a reasonable day. Mm-hmm. Could be considered kind of an affront. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe in any of that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in blessings. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's like, sick him, dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. It's going to end right. badly. Yeah. Right. So. He yells mustard and the dog kills everybody in sight. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tech word. <laughs> so I'm going to see. I'm not sure if that would that would fall under my resolution. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I try not to tweak people. Like, there's a guy in my neighborhood says mm-hmm. it. Another dog walker. Every, every time day. you see him, he. That that is his that is day. his sign off. Have a blessed day. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Every, and his he's got a big dog, and our dogs get along famously. He's a super nice guy. Everyone says have a blessed day. Yeah, I mean, do you gonna, say you too? Yeah, probably say that. Yeah. yeah. Say I mean, that. I think that's a neutral response. Back at you, you back. Know, yeah. yeah. You know, am I being a am I being a bad atheist? Speaking <laughs> on behalf of the listeners, yes. <laughs> I mean, because you know, in their heart, they're they're meaning you well. So. Yeah. 
Maybe I should throw a fist up and go, war in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that would mess. That would make him pause in his tracks. Okay, do we have Kill any, the patriarch. Do we three? <laughs> Down with the patriarchy. Uh, right on. So you have a recommendation. I will keep it I, short I, and okay. sweet. There's a guy that used to be a high-ranking policy official for Google that just lays into them for their craven policies particularly that avoid their original don't be evil mantra. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, when I read it, I was like, yeah, man, you go. And then I read he's running for Senate in Maine as, as a, a Democrat. Oh, as a Democrat. Democrat oh, wow. Running against Susan Collins. Good. Which, who, by the way, you know, so cannot leave to. office fast enough. No. But it did feel... I will I help felt, her pack. I felt slightly had by it a little bit. But it actually is a... If you are distrustful of big tech companies, mm-hmm. you might want to read this because it does show, or he does talk about how Google has changed, um, which is going to happen with a big company where the founders that have a certain set of ethics, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was still to make money, but they wanted to do it in a semi-ethical way. Right, right. And they go, and the stock price becomes that, the new god, yeah. and they're going to do anything like work with China and they talked about this app that they worked on in Saudi Arabia that allowed husbands to track their wives. Like mm. crazy Google shit. Google worked on that? Yeah. So the app is called Ab- A-B-S-H-E-R. AbShare, AbShare, an application that allows men to track and control the movement of their female family members. So they didn't work on it with them, but they hosted it. So they provided the back end for this to oh, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were really against it, you would you say, "Sorry, you know, somebody else can touch that." that. Yeah, but you know what? Man, we can make Saudis spend a lot of money in high tech. Oh yeah, They're a big time investor in oh, Uber. Yeah. So you know they've got their sovereign wealth fund, and everybody wants a piece of it. So I won't, I won't get into it, but it's a it mm-hmm. is a good article. Go post and the that's, link. That's I, actually, I, I that's like actually the link resolution already. number three. De Google and de Amazon myself. Oh yeah, de Amazon's going to be gonna be a, a tough, tough one. one. I could. It's kind of like like vegan. It'd be vegan. I can cut back on meat. I can cut back on Amazon. I don't know if I could really cut back on Amazon. Yeah. So yeah. how are you going to do that and still be a Prime member? Yeah, because there's. I mean, you know, I think you only have to spend X amount of dollars to make that. I mean, because you figure the Amazon Prime part mm-hmm. of that is for video. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you just kind of figure the free shipping part. Mm. It's like, you know, if I spend X amount of dollars, it you can kind of I'm, justify it. And you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Personally, I refuse uh, to be an Amazon Prime member, which reminds me I need to talk to you about ordering some shit for me. So yeah, see, see, <laughs> see, yeah. The Godless Heathen store will uh, not be – you know what? It won't be on Amazon, but it, it – if Probably so, be hosted it might have been them. on Amazon Web Services, right. which we wouldn't even does know. a lot of the yep. cloud services. Right. And, right. We wouldn't even know. and thank you to friend of the pod, Cynthia, who gave us the Godless Heathens. Coffee mugs. Coffee oh, mugs. for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. All right. And very much appreciated. So next month we need to we do We should like bring a, those here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can drink out of them while we're recording. And they don't have to be coffee drinks. No, no. They can be cocktails. You can put anything in there. So maybe or it or could be our straight edge show and drink co- actual coffee with no uh, whiskey, or mm. maybe maybe like no alcohol, Jeff. No alcohol. Mm. It could be a, it could be like a like it's, a mini Lenten podcast. It's not quite Mormon because we're allowing caffeine, but no True. alcohol. True. Well, let me think about that. Right. Yeah, you got you, a recommendation? You ponder it. 
Yeah, recommendation that we do not do Jerry's recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- <laughs> I recommend we do alcohol at every yeah. Okay, so I'm in a book I just finished. Speaking of books, it's called "When Do- When God When Dogs When, when God Talks Back: Understanding the the American Evangelical Relationship with God." Fascinating. Some of it is probably intentional. Some of it is probably not. We talked about this a little bit before mm-hmm. on you know how they'll encourage you to have conversations with God and have coffee set up with God and all that kind of stuff in the morning. Have, have in your morning, morning coffee with God. Yeah. I mean, so basically what it is, is mm-hmm. a rewiring of your brain. I know you were talking about an article that talked about how evangelicalism might be a brain defect or something I think like that was that. a little bit of a stretch, but basically what the, well, what the um, article was saying was that certain damage to the prefrontal cortex could cause people to have certain characteristics that could lead them to be more fundamental. In fundamental, okay, yeah. yeah. Which could lead to fundamentalist religion. But what this what this is doing, I mean, what what they encourage in small groups and all that kind of stuff. This this lady that wrote this is a anthropologist. Yeah, I can't remember what university and all that. But so Stanford. She kind of, thank you. Good one. Um, so she kind of went undercover in the vineyard churches, which are one of the main kind of hipster kind of evangelical churches. And so that's where she learned how they're kind of rewiring the brain to believe that God is really in your head talking to you. And, and, you know, and so when you're talking about, like, deconverting people. Sounds like a church for schizophrenics. Well, I mean, so, I mean, that, that is kind of what, what they're doing. Yeah. So they try to teach you how to differentiate between your own thoughts and God's thoughts and stuff how like that. But you're, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting read on what they're doing. But, I mean, so when you talk about people that are so, you know, that you have a hard time deconverting. Yeah. This is why. One of the main reasons is because they are so Because if you have any with, doubt, you think it's God telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so you can you can you know, deconstruct the Bible all you want, but yeah. they still have a personal relationship but with, with the God of the universe. But if the creator of the universe is talking to you in your mind. Right, yeah, you, know? you can't deconstruct that because that's, no. that's real to them. And that's why, you know, you see the decline of mainlines because they're not doing this kind of brain work. Mm-hmm. But these guys are. So, I mean, it's very interesting insight to... Hmm. Why that is going on. On that note, drop us a, uh, an email at godlessheathens at yahoo.com. Also, Twitter, at Godless Podcast. Facebook group, up to 1,800 members in the uh, podcast discussion yeah, group I keep now. seeing uh, people that want to be added all the time. Constantly. So, do a search for it, Godless Heathens Podcast. You'll find it. Send us a, uh, it's, I keep wanting to say invite, but we would invite you. Request to join, and we'll get you approved. And let us that. know what you think about the show. Yeah, absolutely. Good, bad, or indifferent. And we will Jeff read it on Jeff the air. And Don will tell me about it. Absolutely. And take it out of context and probably make me mad. And No, we'll we, just delete the bad ones. We just tell Jerry that all the comments say that they love us and, and hate him. Well, <laughs> I, I, would, I would demand evidence because that's what it there says in the open. Yeah. Do not believe anything in this podcast or anything else for that matter until you independently verified it for yourself. Exactly. And lastly for me is uh, iTunes. First of all, subscribe. That would be the most subscribe important. Subscribe anywhere. Subscribe. Subscribe on, Wherever. Your, on your podcast. Whatever your, your favorite podcatcher app is. Or even watch on YouTube and it's unholy right-wing radicalizing algorithm. Okay, that should be a resolution is like every once in a while we'll put a camera in here so we'll do a video so people can see my hand actions. No, oh. we're not doing that. Oh, hmm. come on. Mm-mm. I have a hard and enough time and a chill yeah. went over the room. No, I have a hard enough time editing audio. Right? No, I'm not editing would, video. That right? could be for our Patreon. Oh, we just put up a 
Yeah, because that's what they want in unedited versions of this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that could have a reverse Thanks. effect. Never mind. Nothing lost more patrons. Never mind. Withdrawn. <laughs> Scratch. Scratch. All right, Jeff. So since Bring you're us still home. mad at Jesus. Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, so, oh, we did forget one resolution. We want to go to Andy Stanley's church. Yes. We're going to resolve. You yes. have to I'm go a, with us. I know. You're being forced. That You know what? I'm going to be going right. to interact nicer with the world, so I'm going to say yes. All right. We are shooting for not this weekend, well, but we, the following weekend or two we, weeks from that, depending we, upon when Andy's going to be there. Right. Yes. 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 We're doing it on an off-podcast weekend when Andy Stanley's physically going to be right. in the and building. If it's, if, it's, right. if it's the day after a beer festival, we're yeah, yeah, uh, I, just I saying. Want, I want a little bit of a remnant buzz going on when I go in there. Yeah, and, and when you... When you leave, that buzz will be gone. We will bring a full report. Unless we're saved. <laughs> yeah. This could be the hand. Yeah, it could, could be, be the last podcast then. <laughs> and, the, and the crowd went wild. How amazing <laughs> would it could it be if we were all just raptured right in the middle of that Dang, service? I never knew that before. Oh, mm. That's it. Guess we were wrong. Yeah. Guess you're floating up. <laughs> well, man, well, episode 58's going to yeah. suck. Yeah. Got some explaining to do. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. All right. We'll see you all in two weeks. Some of them at the party, and the devil is my friend. Yeah.